Good morning, you all. Good morning. I'm Father Roy Kilge, CICM Missionhurst. I'll be preaching on behalf of our congregation for our mission appeals. First of all, thank you very much for your parish priest here, Father Tony, and you, parishioner of St. Francis. Uh, before I speak about our mission projects, um, some words and reflections for the celebration today, Corpus Christi and Father's Day. So we offer our mass, prayers, and blessings to all our fathers. Um, in the Angelus of this weekend by our Pope Francis, he said, In the Eucharist is Jesus, life given for all of us, those who are right here present and those who are live streaming. And so we are, we become another Jesus. As the song would run, we become what we eat. We become what we eat. So the priest minister will um, say, give you the colloquium, you say, Amen. May I become what I eat. Becoming, we are always a working progress to become Jesus. Just uh, like Mother Teresa of Avila would say, we are the eyes, mouth, ears, feet of Jesus Christ. We are the incarnate word of God here and now. And for all our fathers, grandfathers, uncles, and men, mentors, spiritual mentors, our, the masculine images in our lives, they also need to be blessed. They need to be forgiven if they're falling short and inner healing for themselves. Self-forgiveness. And that's a working progress, too. We need to forgive ourselves and forgive our fathers who have not complied their role as a father figure for the family. And we are glad and blessed if you've got a good, decent father. Embrace them. Enjoy them. Um, they could be repetitive, saying the same story over and over again. Just go with the flow. You know, don't tell your dad or aging dad or mothers, Mom, Dad, you've told that 10 million times already. Don't say that. They will repeat that more than 10 million times more. I remember this particular patient. And I worked in Christus Santa Rosa. I'll explain more about that. And this particular mother, early mother, she said, my dear son, there was, she's already advancing in her dementia and Alzheimer's. And she said to her son, there will come a time that I will forget myself. I will forget my name. I will forget your name, my dear sonny boy. My hope and prayer is that I don't forget my God memory. I could forget you all. This is my strong desire that I will never forget my God. So I'm Father Roy Kiyogen from the Philippines. 
God ordained in 1982. God sent to Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, in 1983. I stayed in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, for almost 13 years and three months. And afterwards, I got assigned to study in a little bit of conference workshop in Arlington, Virginia, for a year. After that, I got assigned over Ubalde Sacred Heart Church, where the shootings were for the killings of our children there, and two teachers and one husband who died of heart attack. So it was a gut-wrenching, distressed being back there at Sacred Heart Church. So we need you, you need to pray for Father Eddie Morales and Archbishop. Archbishop really have bestowed a presence there at Sacred Heart Church of Ubaldi. After, after, yeah, after three years and three months in Ubaldi, I took a chaplaincy work at Christus Santa Rosa, Children's Hospital and Adult Hospital. So I've been with Christus almost 19 years and three months. There's always that three months, isn't it? Three months, two weeks, and three seconds right now. As the saying goes, I am an old goat right now. As a chaplain at Christus Androsa, I have dealt about end of life and making amends, especially for adult people. And the saying of making amends and words of reconciliation, this is what I've learned from other chaplains. We hand down life stories. We hand down life legacies. There is nothing really new in the world. We reconfigure that one. We add some more, but everything already been said and done. And these are the five sentences, before we say the five sentences of making, making living amends, especially when a particular parent, loved one, has to go. When the time would come, you people, you try to encourage what you like to do for yourselves. When the time would come, enough is enough. Are you more than willing to say, children, you know, when the time would come, let me go. So it could be suggested, please, the unar do not resuscitate. Or allow natural death for me. And oftentimes family members will be bickering when you didn't leave all these end-of-life legacies. Then siblings, sons and daughters will be, no, let's continue. They will call that full code. Do all the nine yards. And some would say, no, mom and dad is already tired. Exhausted already, in and out of the hospitals and emergency room, let him or her go. So you, parents here, grandparents, make an indication what 
needs to be done, done when the time would come. The five sentences. Number one, if the patient or loved one is still aware, and even though they're unresponsive and delicate, they could still hear and are present, even though they seem to be more on that side than on our side. They are very keen. No bickering and fighting when your loved one is now in the throes of death and dying. They know. Number one sentence. Please forgive me. Oftentimes you do and say things that not godly, not loving. Number two, I forgive you, father, mother. If you need forgiveness from me or anybody else in your past life, you are forgiven. Number three, I love you, father. I love you, mother. Number four, I thank you so much. I do appreciate deeply what you've done for me and for the family and what you've done for yourselves. Your legacy of education, discipline, and probably you could say all the bickerings that we had had, the ups and downs. And then the last sentence, I would tell family members who are present, and this is the hardest sentence ever you're going to tell. Mom, dad, grandma, granddad, it's okay for you to go. You could rest now. You've done your mission well. You need to say that, and they need to hear that. And oftentimes I would say in that last sentence, hasta la vista. Ooh. Very beautiful line here in San Antonio. Oh, hasta luego. I'll see you again sooner or later and prepare a place for me and I will encounter you again. The gift of eternal life and the resurrection. So again, wrapping up the five sentences, if you were not able to say this when they were with us today, oftentimes when we are in the throes of death and dying of a loved one, we don't have words. We are stressed out. We are tired, especially those caregivers taking good care of their elderly parents. No more time to say all of this. Please forgive me. I forgive you. I love you. I thank you. It's okay for you to rest in God. With regards to Missionhurst and the Missionhurst CICM, um, we, normally it means the Congregation of Immaculate Heart of Mary, was founded in 1862 by a Belgian priest, Father Theophil Verbist initially for the evangelization of China. Inspired by Father Theophil's example, missionaries, priests, and brothers have been first to proclaim the good news in places where the gospel is not preached or lived. 
with a particular emphasis in the care of the poor and the most vulnerable. Missionary seeks to serve in those areas that are particularly affected by political instability, turmoil, climate harshness, and or lack of social and natural resources. And focusing on the Congo, with regards to our projects in the Congo, of course we have projects in Guatemala, nutrition in the Philippines, we have the project on street boys and girls who were and are abandoned by their families and some kind of guidance and counseling for these kiddos. And with regards to the Democratic Republic of Congo, the Congo is one of the poorest countries in the world with well over 50% of the country living in poverty on less than $1 a day. That's, he could not even buy Starbucks with $1, isn't it? Because of the extreme poverty of the country and the fact that a significant part of the country's people is Catholic, the Catholic schools and churches of the Congo are crucial networks to help children discover new opportunities through, through education. Without this network of parish schools, children in remote or rural areas would have no schooling options at all. Our network of parishes, schools in the, the Congo offers children stability, opportunity, and education despite their impoverished circumstances. We want to get wells installed near schools and communities that need them so children can focus on education. If not, they have to trek journey six, seven miles to fetch water. We also want to purchase supplies and textbooks to improve the quality of education in our schools. We want to repair and build up existing and new school facilities to offer more students a safe learning environment. Whatever donation you give will go toward changing a child's life. $10 a month can help provide supplies and books for our classrooms. $25 per month helps support a child through a year, a year of schooling. $50 will help us to make necessary repairs to the existing schools. No donation is small for this project. Anything helps, even your prayers. We are helping one child and one school at a time. So again, for the online giving, we encourage you to go into our website, missionhurst.org, mission, Hurst, as spelled as H-U-R-S-D dot org. Again, thank you all for your welcoming presence and hospitality here at St. Francis.